Welcome to the first ever episode of the Unfluencer Podcast, hosted by Hannah, Kelsey, and Olivia. Guys, we love to talk about ourselves, and we just love to talk, and it's how this podcast came to life. So this is going to be very fun. We're really excited. Kind of nervous. Mostly excited. You guys are being babies. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Olivia's the most nervous. <laughs> I'm always a baby, so. I think in pecking order, it's Olivia's most nervous, I'm in the middle, and Olivia. Kelsey's fine. I'm like, let's just fucking go. So how we kind of decided to do this is Hannah and I met at our job. I am currently still at. Hannah's no longer there. Left. She did not get fired. Yes. Our job is like pretty tedious. Um, It's not task driven. So it's very like, it feels like the day is so long and we needed something to distract us. And we were like, let's just start a fucking podcast. We needed a creative outlet to... A, look forward to, and B, just talk about ourselves. We both just loved talking. Like, we talk, and it sounds weird, and this is going to sound weird, but we both love talking, and we talk well together. And yeah. I feel like our conversations were so good, and I felt like a podcast would be the best way for us to share those conversations with everyone. And then Olivia was... She always just joins along. Eager to jump on the board and get started with when us. When I was asked, it was an honor. <laughs> Yeah, after lots of deliberation, we decided that Olivia, we couldn't, do it without, <laughs> we couldn't do it without Olivia. Well, yeah. we're so excited about this, and we're even more excited to talk, especially about ourselves. We have so many great topics to talk about. The main goal of this is to just challenge the concept of the influencer and discuss life shifts and shared experiences within that. And I think it's going to be really special and fun. And disclaimer, you guys, this is not another influencer podcast. We are not influencers and we can prove it. We all collectively have less than <laughs> 10,000 followers on all of our social platforms. We're fucking proud of that. So this is, again, not another influencer podcast. We are the unfluencers, you guys. Cool. I think we should start the podcast by just explaining like who each of us are. That way, everybody has, like, a good understanding of where we're coming from, like, kind of how we got here. Even though I hate introductions, I feel like they're <laughs> the most uncomfortable thing because no one wants to talk about, well, I do love to talk about myself, but introducing myself is always so weird. It's awkward. When I have, like, an interview or I start a new job and people are always telling you, hey, let's start with an introduction. <laughs> I'll kick off the introduction. I'm 24. I'm going to be 25 next month and very excited about that. Honestly, I feel like people always get more depressed as they get older. But I'm Halfway I'm, to 50. Exactly. <laughs> so 24. I am a Libra, but Olivia taught me something. I'm on the cusp. Why were you so guys FaceTiming? You live four feet away from each other. This was pre-Olivia moving just, in. Okay. <laughs> but I am a Libra, but I'm a Libra Virgo cusp. So I have some traits of both. And I... I believe it actually after she told me that. I'm from Arizona, born and raised, never left, love it here. Kelsey gave it away. Sorry. I did leave my job that I did hate so much. <laughs> and now I'm doing marketing for a company and I'm loving it. I love the team that I work with. It's a much better creative outlet for me. I get to write, I get to be creative, I get to manage social. So that's where I'm at. Who wants to start their introduction? I'll go. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Step up to the plate. Come on. I always step up to the plate. <laughs> she always shows up. Another disclaimer. I'm the oldest one at the table. That was yeah. brave. 
Uh, my name is Kelsey. I'm 26. I will be 27 next month. I'm like, so I've been off my parents' insurance for about a year now. It's going great. Um, I'm a Virgo. So, no, no cusp, I don't think. So, my zodiac is a, verdi or a vertigo. <laughs> Virgo. I also have vertigo. Cool. Sorry. <laughs> Olivia, you're making me laugh. Okay. I work for a prop tech company. That's how Hannah and I met each other, and I'm in sales. Not a whole lot of fulfillment there. Good money. Good money. And here we are. It was free snacks. We yeah. used to have free snacks and free lunch. Free snacks, and free lunch. COVID ruined that. I, however, am not from Arizona. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Well, welcome to Arizona. Thanks so yeah. much. <laughs> How's it been for you so far? It's been pretty great. Tell what? them what you said about the boys out here, the guys. Wait, the guys or the girls? Because I have two separate thoughts for each I of I didn't them. hear about the girls, but you told me yeah, something Yeah, I about did. We talked about this the other day. I literally was like, when you go out to Old Town and you look at all these girls, it's like a fucking different breed of humans. It They're is. just like we beautiful, are. like tan. We like are. perfect skin, like perfect body. It's you're, like she's describing me. Oh, she's, shut the fuck it's up! It's an accurate statement. You said oh, you've never seen hotter jeans. guys until you came to Arizona. You said it's like a different <laughs> breed of men. I said that about girls. <laughs> yeah, no, you like, did say that about, about no, no, because no. I love she a Midwest said that thing boy. About skinny jeans oh. and boys and rips in the knees and the tight shirts yeah. and all that. Yeah, because like I will never talk shit on a Midwest boy. No. Like. There's gonna be fuckboys everywhere, but a Midwest boy like is just a very, Midwest fuckboy is just like, different kind all of around what you would want. Here, it's like yes, there are a lot of attractive guys because there's a lot of sports teams here, so you see a lot of people like here fit and baseball and yeah. basketball and whatever. But it's like to me, it's like they're just wannabe LA guys, and LA guys are all from different areas and transplant cities. So it's like, what what are we doing here? I don't know. Got it. Okay. Thanks for the correction. Yeah. So the women here are beautiful. I am from here, so. <laughs> I'm not from here. <laughs> this is Olivia tuning into the podcast to tell you that I'm 20 years old. I act 20. I look 20. Freshly. I, yeah, I am the youngest. Freshly 20. She definitely did not just have a tequila shot. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> These girls right here just poured me a shot of water, and man, did it go down smooth while the rest of them <laughs> are fighting that shot right now. I'm also on the cusp. This is where all the excitement set in, because I found out I was on the cusp, and so was my friend over here, so I had to FaceTime her late at night, and I said, you know, I'm a Cancer and Gemini. <laughs> and I that's said, all. shit, that's overwhelming. She said, shit, I gotta go to bed. I gotta work tomorrow. <laughs> I am a full-time student because I am 20. So. I'm like, we get it. You're 20. Like, <laughs> say it again. I'm 20. <laughs> and I just want you guys to know that. And next year I'll be 21 on my... 21st birthday will be my golden birthday, June 21st, 2000. I know. I We were just That's talking exciting. about this, and I'm like, isn't this convenient that quarantine happened, like, while you're not 21? I am the reason that COVID happened, yes. <laughs> I did make COVID. Because normally, like, <laughs> Hannah and I would be, like, going out and yeah. stuff, and Olivia would be our sober driver, so it's just, yeah. like, perfect timing The 2 a.m. call, I was ready for it. Meet me at Zips. That's like the average. Yeah, that's where that we I used to walk to Zips and, and she would pick us up. For reference, Old Town is the main area in Scottsdale, Arizona, if you're not familiar, where all of the club bar scene is for most yes. of the people in their 20s and 30s. And Once they've outgrown Mill and, and Tempe. sometimes the teens, depending on the night. <laughs> so I'm from Coronado, California, and 
I've lived in Arizona for the majority of my life. Um, and that's all I got to say about that. That's it? It's a good blend. She talks about Coronado Not any so. chance she gets, so I'm surprised that that's well, no, what you have to say about Coronado. Well, no, I just figured there will be another podcast oh, okay. episode or uh, probably a vlog. If you don't know, I also have a successful YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah, and that's about it. Okay, I have an idea. <laughs> <laughs> it just popped fresh into my mind. I think we should go around and describe each other. Okay. And let's all promise to please not get salty. Ooh. I feel like that comment is directed at me. Like, <laughs> it was. I literally only get butthurt when people say things that aren't true. So speak the truth and we'll have no problems. <laughs> yeah. We're good. I like that idea. I'll. Why you guys we, have to go first. Yeah, though, we'll start I'm off with ready. that. Okay. We'll start off with that. You and I, Olivia okay. and Hannah. Olivia and Hannah. What do you think of me? The most just, unlikely of describe friends. Describe me. Okay, so I would just like to start off with the fact that our friendship did not exactly start out as a friendship, okay? It started out as something that was completely forced. I walked into free people the very first day. I just got a job. I was fresh out of depression, ready to meet some people, super excited for what was to come. I love to shop also, so retail was totally up my alley at the time. <laughs> I'd, I've been seasoned. I was a little yeah. tired. I was tired of new people coming in. I had gone from working at Anthropology and then transferred over to Free People, which is their sister store. And that was a much younger group of girls. So we had, we were constantly hiring new girls and they were all very young and didn't have the desire to want to work or be there. And so when Olivia came in, I just figured she was another one of those girls. <laughs> Fair, because I came in way too excited about the job. Yeah, it was so. fun. When she first started, I feel like we both have different ideas of when we first <laughs> met. I came in for, I think it was either my first or second shift, probably over enthusiastic as usual. So I had to introduce myself. She was in the middle of signing some kind of paperwork for something. Hating her life, absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> and was just checked out, and yeah. I don't blame you now. I literally hate all teens, too, because I'm 20 now, so. It was a fun job, though. I liked working in retail. I think I, after being in retail for three years, I was just definitely checked out and ready for something else, but. But that's what makes our friendship even better, because she was checked out. Olivia's like, you were right vulnerable. In. Yeah, yeah, I perfectly vulnerable. <laughs> I took advantage of that. No, I'm just kidding. But I walked in and I introduced myself and I was like, oh, by the way, I'm Olivia. And she was like, I'm Hannah. Quickly looked away, just like was not interested in me, my friend. I was like, Aww. okay. There's five other girls we're working with. We got this. But I also have this desire to make people want to be my friend. So I didn't give up. And I ended up telling her my whole life story in less than five minutes. And Yeah, we bonded. I feel like finally over the fact when you were, were talking about your brothers who are adopted. That was like two shifts in. Yeah, then, it got, then it got real. And I was just, it was such a good conversation because I've yeah. always wanted to adopt. And I was asking Olivia about her family's adoption experience. And I feel like that's when everything shifted for our friendship because we just had such a good conversation and i had depth she didn't did. know it was there you did and then what three or four months later no maybe maybe five or six months later she was moving into our place literally so my boyfriend and i had just bought a house last year back in april and then olivia maybe in 
August? Oh no, it was October. October. I gave you guys some time October. to settle in. <laughs> <laughs> she I was started slowly moving herself into the second bedroom here and <laughs> I don't think she'll ever leave. I hope she's my roommate for life. Aww. She's is. Yeah. That was so nice. Guys, you, they just hugged. We just hugged. My first impression of Olivia was that she was very bubbly and overly enthusiastic about personable and excited to be there, which I didn't understand because I was like, this job is Fuck it. And then I also thought she was slightly chaotic because she couldn't really get her. <laughs> I also showed up late for every single shift. I first. always said her, I was like, I always feel like I can see the wheels turning in your head because you get so excited and you always have something to say and you're just constantly like your brain, I can see those wheels turning in your brain. So it was just so funny because I'm not as enthusiastic. So meeting someone that was just like upbeat and excited about actually everything you talked about like you could be talking about the grass and olivia's like i love grass it's green it's, it's green and i love the color like she was just she's just so engaging and anything you talk about she makes it just a such a fun conversation but well thank you yeah and let me just tell you after breaking down that wall hannah's the best friend i've ever had in my life so i think i think kelsey's getting a well, little no i want to go next because okay. mine uh quote unquote piggybacks right Piggyback. off of kind of what hannah was we, saying we love piggybacking well, okay <laughs> side note when kelsey and i used to be when we were working together we'd have these like zoom meetings and our whole team there was someone who we worked with who would constantly use the term piggyback like piggybacking off of that piggybacking off of that to the point where we wanted to like literally take a drink every time they it said, was ridiculous like, Definitely. Three key phrases. It's I like, hate that term. I mean, we're, we're, we're saying that term in like a really like satirical, like joking kind of way. So Kelsey and I would message each other. Yeah, but fucking <laughs> off of this. But every time someone would say that, Kelsey and I would message each other and be like piggybacking, piggybacking. So much piggybacking. Like drink, drink. So go ahead and piggyback drink. off of okay, what we just said. Okay, all right. Said. I'm going to piggyback right off of that. So, <laughs> so I met Olivia through Hannah. Hannah and I met through work. At this point, they had already been living together, so I had like a brief about Olivia, but that was pretty much it. So when you first meet Olivia, she seems like pretty much, don't take this the wrong way no, because this no, isn't no. how you are. She comes off just like very bubbly, very happy, like typical college girl. However, once you speak to her, <laughs> she's like shedding a tear. Once you speak to her, when she talks about her family, when she talks about her brothers, you see, like, a whole different side of her. And there's a lot of depth, and then you realize, like, right in that second, like, she's legitimately the opposite of, like, any college girl you would ever think about. Side note, I also think you are one of the most, like, inclusive and welcoming people I've ever met. So that's something really admirable to me, like... For me, I like to, like, feel people out before I let them in. Like, Hannah and I are very similar in that aspect. It happens as you get older, too. But I think you, like, from the get-go, like, love to make people feel a part of everything that you're a part of. And then I also think you have a really good ability to see when somebody is down, and that's why you're so positive is because you want to pull them out of that place. Yeah. Well, it's, it's very true. I think that's, like, super accurate you. about you. What do you have to I say hope about that her? I bring people back to life. I think I you like, do it and you don't even realize yeah. you're doing it. 
And Kelsey. <laughs> Dear Kelsey. Let me just... Hold on. Can we start by saying Virgos do not make a good first impression? It's like... No. It's a but no that's fact. okay. That's what yeah. I'm there for. I'm literally always in your pocket. You don't know where to find me. Even when you don't have pockets, she finds a pocket. I, I am just there. Kelsey, first time I meet her, I'm thinking, okay... I'd heard a lot about you also. I also, like, could not remember your name for the life of me until oh literally God. yesterday. Kendall. Kendall. When Hannah loves somebody, I know it's like she's very selective in a good way about who she surrounds herself with. You were, like, the biggest light in her life, especially in a new job. You were. I'm serious. And, like, she would she would call me and say, we talked about this and it was so funny or whatever. And it was, like, <laughs> totally our humor. And I just, like... Before I even knew you, I just loved you and was, like, so excited Aww. to meet you. And I literally asked to meet you, like, all the time. <laughs> and I'm not allowed to go to the same places as them because I'll when just was, remind you one time. When was I'm the first time you guys met? Was it the When Nick was the first Coletti? time I met you? But I had to have met you before that. I wouldn't have, like, invited you. We went and saw Nick Coletti. We I thought that up. was it. That was, like, the first that time we hung it. out. But we had met, like, before I'm that. Sure over Maybe she picked us up in Old Town or something before Probably, that. Probably, yeah. I'm always but the first time we hung out was definitely like all three of us hung out. Like I brought yeah. these, the Kelsey and Olivia together was when we went to that comedy and show. And I was like, oh, like every time I hang out with older people, it's just like I'm the baby. And not nervous, but just like, okay, I know my place. But then it was like with you, I just loved Aww. it. And it's like so special and I just love it. So, anyways. Okay, I moving Kelsey. on. Who's next? Yes. Well, I think Kelsey and I can talk about each yes. other. Backtracking. When I started at my previous job, Kelsey's current job, unfortunately. Hannah! <laughs> it's fine. She was my mentor. And I, she's a very good mentor and she comes off very strong. And I remember starting the job and I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to make any friends here. Like it, it just didn't feel like right off the bat I didn't really mesh with anyone. I didn't really like anyone. It wasn't really like my kind of people, but I'd come from retail, which it was like all girls, common interest. Kelsey, who was my mentor, so she had to be kind of serious. But I think once we, it, it took a while. Like I feel like she, she. But I also came from retail too. So I knew like the end. Well, that's why we were men. That's in. why I remember in my interview, yeah. that's why they paired you with me. I feel like because yeah. I remember talking so heavily about my retail background and yeah. they're like, we have the perfect mentor for you because this girl came from a retail yeah. background and then she went into sales. <laughs> And I remember my first day with Kelsey. I remember texting her and I was like, I'm here. She's like, okay, come in. And I was like, where? How do I pull the handle? What do I do? And I was like, I remember getting like a laptop and a desk. I remember at the end of the day, I called my mom crying because I didn't know if I was supposed to like lock my laptop up or like put my laptop in the drawer. I didn't. I didn't. I remember being like, oh my God, mom, I I left my laptop on the top top of my desk and I think I'm supposed to put it away. Like they're going to fire me. Like I'm so stupid. I don't know what to do. Like this is like my first real job. I just remember Kelsey was very, she was such, such a good mentor and a very intense space because going into sales from retail, which is, it's still sales, but being in the type of sales we were in was like a completely different game. And she made me feel very comfortable, 
very welcomed, but it felt like it at first it was just like a mentor and mentee type of relationship. So I didn't really know if we were going to be friends past that. It was like after that that we like bonded like on some weird. No, we shit. we bonded after we went out to Old Town and had a few drinks. Wait, like any no other. We did. Pr- yes, we did. Remember, I was sitting in my bathroom and with you, Brandon. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Hi," and give you a hug, and then you like ran off, and I was like, "Isn't okay, she so probably cool?" Probably because I was like blacked out. Away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cool at but all. I felt like that's she where we. Cool. I, I feel like once you have a drink with someone and like see them outside of like your work element, that's when you get to know someone okay, a lot better. Okay, but I specifically remember. Okay, so you know, it's just like, do other people do weird shit like this? I don't know. So you know how like if there's a certain scenario, you can like carry it on with like oh fucking God. made up dialogue I that just like that doesn't shit. make sense and it's weird, but like you relate to it with another person. That's what happened. I don't remember what the situation was. I don't remember what it was about. I was just like, oh, me and my friend Hunter talk about this shit all the time. And he was like, oh, no, really? Like, that's your type of humor? It was the word. It was the way we spoke. It was like (laughs) we spoke in, like, different, not languages, but... um, you know when people speak in like a different type of it's, it was the accents we spoke in these oh, different yeah. accents and you told me about you and your friend hunter that spoke in these funny accents and i was like oh me and my friend Alyssa and amanda we have these funny accents that was i feel like the first time where i was like oh she's chill yeah she's chill and yeah, we have the, a similar too. sense of humor but i remember kelsey constantly was like inviting me to lunch with all the co-workers and every time she invited me to lunch i was like oh this is it this is it and i just felt still i felt like i never meshed with any of you guys and i was like until it was like us one-on-one yeah it was us one-on-one outside of work yeah and i just very outside of work yeah but also can i piggyback into you oh fucking piggyback (laughs) we love a good piggyback so like hannah and i are like very similar in the aspect to where like you really have to like break this person down to really open them up Oh my Which god. Which again, I think is a, a positive thing it's because like, you only allow certain people into your life for a reason. I'm not gonna get into that. I could talk about that all day long. It's a different yeah. episode. But, but it was like it was like us versus each other. So it took us a while to like really figure each other out. And I think that's like one of your hardest things is like you are very hard to read, but the second that you open up, you're like, oh my god, she's a closet fucking weirdo. Like, yeah, so fucking weird, she, but in the best way possible. Yeah, at that second, I was like, oh my god, we're gonna get along like just fine. Like yeah. she remind, like you, I always say all the time, like you remind me of Hunter, who's like my best friend back at home, and I'm like, they have the same sense of humor. But that's, I feel like I don't remember what that moment was, I but that's exactly. how I remember like the. It, I think it was definitely like those thing. different languages yeah. that we spoke. And you were telling me about your friend Hunter that did that, and I was like, "Wait, that's fucking cool!" Because I do that with my Works friends, and it's kind of weird because you know how people say, "Oh, I'm an extrovert and I'm an introvert," and yada yada yada. But I'm definitely an extrovert once you get to know me. Yeah. But at first, I'm an introvert because what you like what Kelsey was saying is we're very selective, so we kind of aren't who we really are at at first glance and I kind of would rather be more shy and quiet until I feel like I can I slowly like I'm like a little cat you know I'm like like sniffing your hand until I feel like it's approachable because it and once you get to know me that all goes out the door and it's just like extrovert weirdness in your face from there open book but I also didn't get to this part because my favorite quality about Kelsey, because I'm a very, I, not to like boost my own ego, but I'm not like, whatever. I'm very witty and I have like a very witty and dry sense of humor. And 
Kelsey came in and she like topped that to the next <laughs> level. She is the wittiest person I have ever met. Okay, you're being a little exaggerated. No, no, no. You really are because I I love a good witty witty person and you just came in and you were like wit <laughs> on top of top wit. wit. It really was. I was yeah. just like, oh my god, this girl's so fucking so fucking funny so witty and every time i had some like sarcastic Aww. joke you just topped it and i was kind of like okay it's fuck, you i'll like, top it you have to build off of those that's you, like, do. That's you are truly the wittiest funniest person ever oh yeah you really are and the best storyteller i have like she a can full owner right now yeah, she, yeah. you are You're such a good storyteller you can watch something and basically explain what you watched verbatim verbatim <laughs> What you watched, and I feel like I just, I'm watching these. It's just, it's such a good quality, because when I try and tell a story, I, I get to, like, my hands go crazy, and my words, I'm just like, 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 I'm like, oh, you just have to watch it, but Kelsey will tell you it, and you don't even need to watch it, because you, you feel like you watched it, so. Well, thanks so much, Hannah. Yeah. What if, if you, I was a hugger, I would hug you. She's not a hugger. It's oh, not that I'm not a hugger. hugger. It's just like somebody else has to initiate. I it. Like constantly <laughs> would tell would tell Kelsey. Fucking Kelsey <laughs> would constantly tell her. I'd like message her when, especially during quarantine, to be like, "Miss you," and she'd be like, "Haha." So what about this? <laughs> I feel like that was a really good introduction of everyone. That was a really. Do you have anything else to add? Um, no, we can go on all day, but I feel like we need to talk about like what this podcast is going to be about. So yes, yeah, let's get into it. Well, if you don't follow our Instagram, which is the original influencers then what the fuck are you yeah, doing yeah what are you doing those we have 32 followers right now and those are the ogs but we have to kind of defined what the influencer is and basically created our own miriam webster's dictionary influencer category some and, might call it urban dictionary yeah i feel like we definitely need to hit this point before we, you know, move on to our next episode so you guys understand what the purpose of this is and why we ended up as the influencers. And if you did see it, the definition of the influencer is one who challenges the power of being influenced and gives power to the real woman. And I kind of want to just break that down and open that up for conversation between the three of us. But really, to me, I feel like that's just kind of drawing the line between what we actually want and what others tell us we we need to be, do, or say. And a lot of that stems from your influencers on social media being, you know, saying this is my holy grail product or here's my morning routine. And you feel like that's what you have to do and you constantly have to be on like that. And it sets this really intense pressure on not only women, but guys too, I feel like, but I mean, mainly women because we're subject, we're subjected to it constantly, especially when we get on our phones, when we see people sharing their morning routines or their favorite skincare products. And I feel like I constantly have to be up to date with what everyone else is doing. I have to be motivated. I have to have energy. I have to wake up early. If not, I'm not being productive. And the influencer kind of challenges that idea and goes, okay, what do I really want? And what's what are my my goals in life? And what do I want to do? And what's important to me? Most importantly, I think it's like, okay, doing these things don't really make me feel fulfilled or happy. And like, I think I'll just 
lead off of this. Yeah. The act of letting go of false expectations of the person you should be. feeling of having to follow what society is telling you to be or society is telling you to do. And that's listening to podcasts, following people on Instagram, being selective with like what actually makes you feel fulfilled and happy because when I was trying to like follow the routine of what they were saying was right or what was kind of expected, I was like the most unhappy I've ever been in my life. And it, it builds anxiety, it creates all these issues and like, I think coming to terms with, and then it's for your own well-being to just know what, I think you should just always trust your gut and kind of listen to your heart and kind of follow that and then, you know, you'll feel good. That's I think all. a lot of times it, like, takes you a while to see that, too, or for, like, oh, yeah. the light bulb to click. Because, like, for me, that didn't happen until, like, I moved from St. Louis to Arizona, and I was, like, on my own. Like, parents cut me off, no money, <laughs> no nothing. Yeah. Like, I was on my own. You are who you are, and you know yeah. what makes you happy, and, like, all the other bullshit doesn't matter. So, like, when I talk about being influential, to me, that means having the ability to unattach from the opinion of others. Why the fuck do you care what anybody else thinks? Like, are, you shouldn't. If, if they're in your life, like, yeah. are they that important? Is it affecting your happiness? It doesn't matter. Like, you need to unattach from what anybody else thinks. Like what you said, trust your gut. And it's, at the end of the day, like, as selfish as it sounds, I think it's, it's really all about your happiness. Because yeah. being unfulfilled can make you unproductive and it can really destroy your mental health and that's Mm -hmm. basically all there is to it it's just so damaging i think when you try and listen to other people and that's something i'm honestly like not familiar with and i'm trying to figure out and i think quarantine was like the best time to do it but oh yeah everybody's mental health yeah skyrocketed you kind of had to go okay i gotta look inward and figure out my own shit everybody was kind of comparing what is everybody else doing during quarantine and do i need to be doing that do i need to wake up before work and work out and you know eat a healthy lunch and dinner it was just it definitely quarantine definitely was like a reality check and i feel like that's where we shifted the idea of what we wanted this podcast to be because it was supposed to be kind of like fun and satirical and mm-hmm. and joking, but it was also like let's also talk about these like honest, authentic moments that we all have that are that seem small and personal to us, but everyone else is going through that. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I feel like when I watch, and I do like it's it is like, I'm guilty, and I do watch other people's you know morning routines, nightly routines, or being productive during quarantine and. I feel like I can't always match that. And for a long time, I felt really down on myself because I wasn't getting up early enough to get a workout in before work. And, you know, I wasn't wanting to work out after work. And was I any less of a person than the other people that were having these really productive days? I I don't know. You know, it, it was just I was constantly questioning myself and it was these tiny little things you know, sometimes, like, even I fucking forget to brush my teeth in the morning. Sometimes I just want to sleep an extra five minutes, and it's just, like, what's more important, concealer or brushing my teeth? And I, it's, I... It's, concealer it is. Concealer it is. Nars. I'm pretty sure this entire quarantine, I haven't brushed my teeth until, like, 1 p.m. Yeah, and that's, and that's like, okay. That's, like, an early time. But honestly, we're happy, and we have gum, and we have other options, and <laughs> it doesn't God fucking matter, gum. and we don't have to see anyone in person, so... They're not a sponsor. <laughs> I also wanted to add these two points because I feel like they're really important to me because I have a lot of friends where I 
I see this constantly happening with them because they overthink every little like text or like Oof. phrase that they say and it eats at them and eats at them and eats at them and I'm like literally stop because whoever is supposed to be in your life is going to overlook those things and you need to just like trust your gut and say what you need to yeah. say and move on. So I think do not overthink and then I also think no apologies allowed. No apologies yeah. allowed and I am the biggest apology you apologetic. Are. I am getting better at this, and that's something I'm learning because I was literally trying to create a podcast. Well, Olivia, Olivia, you're just kind of a people pleaser, but it it <laughs> yeah. has to a fault. But it's not, and it's not in a no, not meaning that in like a negative way. Words. But you definitely are stressed by constantly making sure everyone around you is happy before you focus on making yourself happy first. Yeah. But I mean, regardless, this is a challenge for all of us. Like we haven't. All three of us haven't mastered what it is to be an influencer or to influence every day or to be an influential girl or person. It's something that I think will will grow as we talk about these common small things that we all experience and other people can relate to it and exp and just I feel like put it out there because it's something as, as small as brushing my teeth in the morning that when I don't do it, I feel like, oh my God, I'm just, like, I'm such a slob. I'm such a piece of shit. I'm so gross. <laughs> Every other girl besides me is brushing her teeth in the morning. And it, it sounds so it. silly, but it no. really is. It's these small little things that sometimes it, you just don't think about or you just don't do that when you watch and you get on social media and you see all these other people that are that feel like they have it all together, you're like, well, that fucking girl brushes her teeth. And it makes you, I don't you know, to be honest, it's you know just not I mean? relatable. That's the problem. Yeah. And I think that's what we realized during all this because it really is just, like, reality check. Like you said, it's like, okay, I don't really need to brush my teeth at 8 a.m. Like, if I brush my teeth at I mean, you should, everybody should brush their teeth, but... <laughs> I'm like, Colgate, feel free to sponsor it's us. It's just <laughs> something that small that, like, puts you in check. Yeah. And you're like, why should I even care about this? It can set the mood for the whole day and yeah. really can just, like, bring you down a lot. Just thinking, okay. Even in the position that I was in, being in a job that I didn't like, I feel like that was a really big reality check for me personally because... I, again, would get on social media and I would see everybody else, you know, either showing their work from home situation and they were excited and they were happy about it and they were excited to showcase it. And they also had a very productive morning and they were taking their dog out for a walk. And I just felt like I wasn't on that level. And it made me feel as though I wasn't like inadequate, kind of like not. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't me. I wasn't hitting the bar. And it, it, it was hard. It And I'm still struggling with it. Even though I've transitioned into a new position, it's just a constant struggle of going, okay, I need to truly influence and think about what are these boundaries that I want to draw in the sand for myself and what's important to me. And there are certain things that in videos and influences that I do want to take in, but it's important to filter what you take in because all these influencers and all these people out there trying to push their ideas and routines what have you if Honestly, you don't filter it yeah and if like you don't filter it by what you want it's constantly gonna it's gonna nag at you because you're gonna feel like you have to do a hundred different things in order to meet the, like to hit the bar and I, I I'm still learning it and I'm, I feel like I'm finally getting some confidence back in myself where I don't feel like I always need to hit the bar and I'm I started a new position and I feel very You're confident. Happy with I am yeah. really happy with myself. And it's 
It was making a really difficult decision to leave my job, especially during quarantine, which was very unpredictable and I didn't know what was going to happen. Money was, you know, who knew where my next paycheck was going to come. And I, I I don't know what what I I feel like. Yeah, I really, I trusted my gut and I said, I don't care what other people think. I don't care what my parents think. It may, you know, may disappoint them. It may disappoint my friends. It may disappoint my significant other, but it's what truly I needed to do for myself. And it was one of those moments where I, I drew that line in the sand and I said, this is what I need to do in order to better myself and not kind of considering what other people are doing. Definitely. And she fucking did it. Yeah. And she's a lot happier because of it. Yeah. I mean, that just is a little bit of a taste of like what this is going to be about. Like, it's just going to be personal stories. And I think we're all so different that anybody could relate to this on at least a little bit of a spectrum, like no matter how small. We haven't decided what our next episode is going to be about, so stay tuned. We literally You'll have no soon. idea. <laughs> but it's going to be good. It's going to be something that everybody yeah. can... It's going to be a community type of environment where people can hopefully relate to it, contribute to it. We want more people on the podcast to discuss their their journeys, their what they're self-conscious about and how they overcame certain things and just trying to get to that place where we can be that influential type of girl or or person, you know, even if it's not, it's not a woman, it's just being that influential person and unattaching from the opinion of others or the thought of what others think of you or that, that pressure that other people that you don't even realize you you're putting on yourself that other people think you need to do. I, I, I'm definitely constantly learning as I get older and especially during quarantine, what's important for me and, and how other people's opinions don't Impact, need to play you know, a role honestly, in that. Yeah, we are just so excited about this project that we're we doing. And like, can't wait for what's to come. Like we said, we kind of don't know. So <laughs> you're going to have to stay tuned for that. Stay tuned. Cheers to our yeah, cheers I feel to like first episode. Yeah, cheers to the first episode, you guys. <laughs>